Today we're going to talk about the power of fasting for inspiration. Fasting, integrative medicine and inspiration. The Buchinger Wilhelmi Amplius program, where tradition meets innovation. As pioneers of fasting, we share our insights gained from a century of fasting experience and present fascinating results from the latest fasting research. We will talk to leading experts about fasting and aspects of integrative mind and body medicine, including nutrition, exercise, relaxation and mindfulness techniques to inspire you to live a long, healthy and fulfilling life. My name is Leonard Wilhelmi. I am the director of the Buchinger Wilhelmi Clinic in Germany, Lake Constance. And today my guest is uh, Raymond Wilhelmi, uh, who has been managing this clinic for the last 40 years, who has written a book about the happiness of fasting and who is also my father. So I am very happy to welcome you today to this podcast and to learn more about the topic of inspiration. Thank you for having me. No problem. Growing up in this family, it was always, for us, it was always clear that our mother, Dr. Francoise Wilhelmi de Toledo, came to the topic of fasting through a medical scientific approach, whereas you always chose the inspirational approach on fasting or the mental, the consciousness of a person who is fasting. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's been known over the centuries, actually, that fasting not only has a very powerful impact on the body, or the physical body, but also on the emotions, on the mental activity, and maybe, if you believe in that, on the soul, the soul which is eternal and never dies. So um, I'm a lawyer by my studies, but I've always been very interested in psychology and also studied psychology and for a time worked as a psychotherapist. and. It was amazing what fasting brought to people who didn't even uh, intend to, to speak about themselves, to speak about their emotions, to speak about what went wrong in their lives and um, how fasting and the accompanying therapies which are offered here can really have some very healing qualities also in the mental field. Mm -hmm. So you were always drawn from your studies and also from your experience to this aspect of the Buchinger Wilhelmi fasting. Over your last 40 years, how did you set up this aspect here in the clinics? Or how do you, we've learned from another episode on Lent that Otto Buchinger uh, said that if you fast, your body is deprived of food, so your soul needs nourishment. Yeah. How did you reflect this uh, here? Well, that, that, I mean, Otto Buchinger, if you read his books, he was more interested in the psychological and spiritual uh, aspect of fasting. And in a way, he said the body heals itself almost automatically if it's well observed by doctors and you drink enough and you have enough physical exercise, then everything goes well. But what goes on in your mind, that is something else. And there he... He really thought about a lot about, about this question, how he could nourish spiritually his patients. And since being very interested in psychotherapy, I 
employed the first psychotherapist in the clinic. Before that was uh, the task of the good doctor who, you know, he, he for instance, Otto Buchinger gave uh, a book to the patients, Rilke's poems or Goethe's dramas, and that was it. He didn't talk much about uh, uh, during his uh, um, doctor's interviews. But, and this therapist here, he was very good. He, he had a difficult start because he was being observed by all the others. Well, what is this guy going to do here now? Are we all crazy? But then more and more people, even managers, came to him and talked to him very openly. And I was very happy. And now we have two psychotherapists here. Hmm. Yeah, that's something that nowadays seems perfectly normal. But uh, back back in the days, was definitely something that you added to the yeah. to the Buchinger Wilhelmi program. I remember that um, Otto Buchinger wrote in his books that he always saw the enemy being the tabloids. So yeah. um, the tabloids who are sort of polluting people's minds with uh, negative emotions, negative stories, and that in fasting you need to make the opposite. So you need to read Goethe, read Rilke. So talking about fasting uh, nowadays uh, for means of inspiration, what do you think about the whole digital aspect of fasting? How do you... What are your views on digital invasion in the fasting world and how uh, this affects people who fast? Leonard, if I think what my grandfather would have thought about TV and iPhones, I cannot imagine he, he would, would be shocked. There's one, one patient who... Uh, told us that when he got back to his car and came with a little transistor radio and Otto Buchinger saw him, he said, young man, put that back in your car. No radio. <laughs> so you can imagine TV was unimaginably, and of course everything what we do to today, he would have, he would have been very, very severe, and he was very severe with his patients. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, in his memoirs, he... Um, wrote that he, uh, in the 30s, he had a leaflet saying what people should talk about during fasting. So he really tried to direct them really towards the, um, well, as you say, the, the mental hygiene. And he wrote this very famous uh, little essay about mental hygiene. I think he was absolutely modern and he was absolutely right. I think you should clean not only your body, you should clean your mind. And fasting is a fantastic way of cleaning your mind. And uh, you, you're mentioning the digital world today. Well, schools are thinking about it today and uh, the whole civilizations are thinking that we are almost dependent on these things and uh, we should try to refrain from them like we should refrain from smoking or drinking, at least during fasting. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to fasting digitally. I think yeah, we should. It's interesting to think about the aspect why fasting is so popular nowadays, and to think of it as a reduction of an abundance of food. So, if you think about the people are fasting to lose weight, to harmonize parameters like blood pressure, like sugar, we try to eat healthy, biological, vegetarian. We try to stay away from red meat. And the third thing that we should start thinking probably now is the mind. The mind is non-stop being addressed and through digitalization, 
when you are at a bus stop or waiting for a train or waiting for anything, you flip out your phone, you look on your phone. These constant blocks of time that you use digitally are taken away for your mind to calm down. So if you fast to let inspiration happen, you should probably stay away at least for certain periods of time. You know, Leonard, Otto Buchinger, for him, the mind was the real person. Because you think, is the body the real person? Or is the, he talked about the horse and the rider. Is the horse, this is the body, is that the real person? Or is the rider the real person? For him, the mind was the real person. Mm -hmm. In your 40 years experience, tell us about, were you always fascinated by people who made uh, experiences towards inspira or inspiring experiences. Is that something that motivated you every day? I'm a very musical person. For me, music is uh, also maybe a blessing for the soul, and especially in fasting. In fasting, all the impressions that you get are more stronger, and your defense mechanisms are weaker, and you're much more sensitive. You have ideas, and you have uh, feelings, very strong emotions. Some people cry a lot. And uh, so I tried to adapt the program that Otto Buchinger and his uh, people who came uh, after him, um, Heinz Fahner and Lützner, I tried to enrich this program artistically and also psychologically in a broad way. So together with my wife, who is a very spiritual person, we tried to offer programs of meditation, of religious person speaking. And I tried to in incorporate a lot of music and art and also maybe uh, yoga and tai chi and all these things and uh, breathing therapy mechanisms which unite the body and the mind and have the effect on both. Like for instance dancing. Dancing is a wonderful thing. And we once had a very good uh, dance teacher and there were 30, 40 people there when she, she gave her lessons. So you move at the same times, but you are inspired by the music and maybe sort of uh, this all comes automatically. And so these uh, sort of psychosomatic therapies I find very, very effective in, the, in fasting. So can we imagine that uh, in the Buchinger Wilhelmi clinics, when you fast, the menu you get of uh, soul food is uh, reflected in the program that you created over the last 40 years. Absolutely. Uh, uh, this is uh, what I thought about a lot because, as you know, we have these international guests, so literature, I love literature, but this is always bound to language or conferences. This is bound to language. So everything which is not uh, dependent on the word, like music and art and dance, this is very effective. Hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the book that you wrote. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about the motivation that you, you had uh, to write this book and why you chose the topic of happiness and fasting. Well, this is the title. and. Uh, You know, German Glück means happiness, but it also means luck. So it's a, it's a combination of both. And actually, it's the editor who found this word. This, this, uh, but I, it's okay. I completely uh, agree with them. But, you know, there are so many good books on fasting, 
physically, how to fast, what to observe, what not to do, and uh, how to clean your intestines, and so on and so on. So I thought I should write about what my grandfather already said about spiritual and the mental side, and what I experienced over the last 40 years. So my wife and I, we are very big fans of Eckhart Tolle, and uh, I think that the idea that, in a way, you think you are a certain personality and this personality has certain needs and certain uh, aspects in its life and uh, actually it's not true. You're somebody else and this somebody else is within you and this person, if you would know this person better, you would be happier, more successful and healthier. This idea sort of came to me through fasting and uh, in fact this is what I write about. I write about that in fasting you have the wonderful opportunity to know yourself better, to find out who you really are, what your real needs are, what real personality you are and uh, this is what Otto Buchinger said about the metanoia or this meeting and repenting, sort of meeting yourself and repenting and maybe then change your way of life. Actually, the transformation. This is what, of course, all of us think that we can transform ourselves or we can transform our, our patients. So, in a way, this is what I wrote about and that you can meet yourself, that you can meet your real needs, that this is a sometimes painful process because it's a disillusionment also. But after that, you are happier. And this is what we all here every day people are happy. This is what your mother's scientific, fantastic work came out that people in the end are absolutely more happy than before. And this is what people tell us every day. So in a way, this is what my mother always said, we have the best job in the world, we make people happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I try to write about and how this comes about and what you have to do and uh, yeah that become another person actually this reminds me of something that my meditation teacher said uh, the last time i went he said when michelangelo was asked how he made the david he said i didn't do the david the david was already there i just took away the unnecessary yeah. stone around it so What you just said makes exactly. made me think about it, that fasting has this power to take away the unnecessary and bring out the David in yourself. And what we just talked about, art and um, meditation and music, is a way to find this out. And I like also the idea as fasting as a path. Uh, fasting is the way to a better life mm. and to, to some Of course, uh, revelations, this may come in a dream, this may come on a walk, this may come when you go to the Münster and listen to the organ player. But uh, this is what you said in the beginning about inspiration. This is what, in a word, inspiration could mean, that something comes from above, you inspire it in a way, and uh, it is God sent maybe, but it's maybe sent by your unconscious, I don't know. But somehow all these repressed civilization uh, mechanisms are being swept away a little. 
and mm. fasting. Uh, they are less. So the unconscious can come up and give you all these ideas. Mm. Very interesting. It's very uh, interesting also to think about the approach that you chose uh, also by your book uh, to this uh, topic of fasting that you have. Of course, you have the three dimensions, the physical, the mental, also being spiritual, inspirational, and the community. And you chose this uh, inspirational approach on fasting and that in your experience you um, describe that fasting has this ability to put people in a certain state of mind to reflect to go deeper to analyze and to find uh, find answers to to certain questions and that you've wrote this wonderful book that's i think something fantastic so thank you very much for sharing your uh, your wisdom with us it's also very interesting to hear your father talk about this so i appreciate this a lot if you'd like to learn more about the things we've discussed you can visit our website you can leave us a comment you can uh, order the book the happiness on fasting it's sadly right now just in german but you will find uh, the link in the show notes and uh, if you'd like to learn more about the approach of buchinger will help me fasting please uh, stay tuned we've got a lot of episodes with very interesting topics ahead. Thank you very much. Thank you. Me. 